Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to my independence report. It's Thursday, which means this is Music Thursday, and we feature... uh, a lot of different artists. I'd like to thank Michael Stover from MTS Management and Productions and all that other stuff because he brings people here that we get to talk to. And today we get to talk to Richard Lynch. He is a all-star musical genius that is a country music guy. He's been around for a while. And he's, he's had quite a bit of success in the country music world. And I imagine that somebody likes to sell you hats. Cause that's a beautiful hat you have on. <laughs> you bet, man. I need all the help I can get. If hats help me, let's do it, man. <laughs> I, I need a hat just to keep my head warm because I don't have, well, you know, it's a little sparse on top, if you know what I mean. <laughs> man. So let- you know, country music, let's, we need a few more hats out there in the country music scene. I'm going to do my part to keep it out there. Awesome. As well you should. How long have you been uh, um, um, doing country music? Well, you probably don't get, get this every day, but my very first paid gig was in June of 1978. So uh got a few wow. dates behind me, but we've been doing it an awful long time. Love the music. Love the fact that we can continue doing it. And the best part about it is there's such a need out there in our our world for that real traditional country sound and i'm doing my best to keep that alive and well out there yeah i believe you to be correct sir because i you know it used to be when i was a kid and i listened to rock and roll and and i and i didn't really give country music much of a thought but then i i bought into a restaurant and i and the theme was country and so i had to i put country music on i like it you guys do a really a lot of really cool things well, thank you. You know, I, I, I'm pretty blessed that I'm, I'm fortunate that I can, you know, write my own music and uh, get it out there. And uh, when you have people sing along with it and ask for it, that's that's pretty special in the world that we live in. You know what I mean? We we want to we want to spread our horizons out there. And um, people, pe- people, they really love the fact that, you know, I keep that music real. By real, I mean, country music sometimes um, you you lose a little bit of uh, emotion. I want to put that emotion back in country music. What's it like being on stage with uh, several hundred people that are cheering you on? And and is it is it as gratifying as I think it is? Even more so. You know, there's there's nothing better um, than to have. Uh, a large crowd or even even a small crowd that really loves your music and sings along with it. You know, I'll give you an example. We have people that will drive from, you know, a different state or four states or five states away. And they'll, they'll tell me, hey, I have a vacation date and we knew you're going to be playing a certain place. You know how gratifying that is to have someone spend their hard earned money 
and look forward to coming and listening to an old country boy from Waynesville, Ohio. That's pretty gratifying, my friend. <laughs> it is. And the other thing that's really cool about what you do is that there are people who will never meet you, that will never walk up to you and say, I love your music, and you'll impact their lives in a real positive way. I'm learning that. You know, I'm learning that more and more. Um, you know, just because we're keeping our music real and we're keeping it with a, uh, with an emotion and a direction that uh, is honest. You know, it's, country music is an honest feeling and honest music. And uh, there's nothing more gratifying or special when someone says to me, hey, Richard, you know, you wrote that song. And it's almost you wrote. It's almost as if you wrote that song for me. And, uh, you know, that, that that's pretty special. It is indeed, and uh, uh, Kayla's a little younger than you and I, but uh, I, you, were, you were playing music, I think, before she was born, as a matter of fact, uh, but but Kayla, any, any anything you'd like to add real quick? I'm just, I'm curious, I want to hear his voice, that's what I want to hear, I want to hear his song. Ah. I'm curious now, because this, it has me intrigued, I like country music, I don't just like it, I love it, so, I want to hear it. All right. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what we can do if you want to, uh, uh, Richard, is we can uh, we can play your video. Let's talk about the video that you that you made, which is called uh, Rodeo Town. Uh, how long ago did you do that and how long did it take to put the video together? Well, our dear friend Michael Stover, he's an absolute genius. He's our management team. He does so many things for us, creates so many opportunities. Uh, he, he actually put that video together for us. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he made mention, you know, Richard, this is not an easy video to do. And, and, and I understand very few of them are, but he, he, I thought he really painted the picture. Well, he got, you know, once you hear the song and you hear the connection and the storyline, and there's a, there's a line in the song that talks about a dark haired beauty. I think he really did a good job finding that dark haired beauty to, 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 uh, you know, fill up that, uh, that video for us such a he did a great job for us he really did and she is a dark hair beauty by the way <clears throat> <laughs> and so now how long ago did you write uh rodeo town well um me and my uh piano player mr tony williams um about a year ago, maybe not quite a year ago, we sat down with intentions to write a song. And he said, Richard, you got any ideas about writing today? And I said, I'm not really. I said, Tony, you got any ideas about writing today? He said, well, not really. So we started talking. He said, Richard, you've been to Santa Fe, New Mexico. I said, no, I've never been there. And he starts telling me this story about how he, how he played there for two years and he knew this girl. And I said, Tony, you're talking the story that you're writing. We're writing the song right now. So we went ahead and, and just basically wrote the song basically on the story he was telling me. And ultimately, when we play the play the song live, I, I make mention to everybody, hey, we're writing this song and singing this song about my, my buddy Tony's uh, girlfriend. So it goes over really well. <laughs> well, that, that, that makes him she's a she's a real beauty. So that makes him you know rise up a couple of notches in people's minds there must be something good, exactly cool. exactly give a big head yes 
<laughs> and so how does the writing process work for you? Can you just sit down and bang something out? Does it does it pop into your head and then it and then it flows from there? How does it work for you? Well, normally, um, for me, I, I get an idea whether I'm working on the farm or, or whatever I'm doing. I, I get an idea or a melody come to me, and I've learned that if I don't stop whatever I'm doing pretty quickly and go write this idea down and get it recorded, it goes away just about as fast as it comes. So, uh, you know, I guess I could, and I have sat down and, and wrote songs, but it doesn't seem to have near the passion and the direction that I get if I just get some emotion or if I get some connection, like if I hear somebody say something that resonates with me, I think, man, that was a great idea. So I stop and I go write a song right then. Otherwise, it's just <laughs> it's just hit or miss, you know, but the good it's ones all, take a little bit of effort. But it's, it's almost like a dream that you are. The song is just kind of comes to you. And then and because if you don't write it down, yep. you'll forget it like like a dream. And so it's coming from someplace else, which is really cool. It is. And there's no rhyme or reason. I get asked often, you know, how do you write a song and how about your process? Really, there's no rhyme or reason. I I, uh, I get some kind of a, a vision and I'll get a melody come to me. And the next thing you know, there's this lines coming to me. It's almost as if um, somebody's reaching down and say, hey, Richard, you better go write this real quick. I'm giving this to you. So that's the best reason I can ex example that I can give you. <laughs> Well, and I always use the uh, example of Paul McCartney with um, when he wrote yesterday. Uh, he woke up and and he had dreamed that song, and so he spent you know like two weeks wow. taking it around to all of his friends and stuff, going, "Where did I hear this before? I must have heard this before because I just woke up with it in my head." And everybody said, "No, I've never heard that before." So he finally owned it, and that became yesterday, which has been copied or covered over three thousand times. So. It came, and he admits it. It did not come from him. It came from somewhere else. I get that. I totally get that. So I, when you hear that story, I resonate completely with what you're saying. I, I that's that's great. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we play Rodeo Town so that Kaylee gets a uh, uh, can listen to your voice? And it's by the way, you have a great voice. You have a country music voice. Thank you. So, okay, so Kayla, this is for you. This is uh, Rodeo Town. I heard her say down in Santa Fe, why don't you stay for a while? Because it's cold out, snow is coming down. I remember now her enchanted smile And I want you to look in her eyes She was a mystery and she was made for me On that late December night She's got my head in the clouds She's got my world spinning Dark haired beauty that I found in her sweet little rodeo. 
Somebody puts 50 cents in the jukebox, and that comes out of it. That is a great, that's a great song to just kind of hang out and, and uh, have a beer and play some pool and find your own dark hair beauty. <laughs> well, I thank you. I have to say it's probably, if not my favorite, close to my favorite song on my new album. I really love it. I love playing that song. It's a lot of fun to play and perform. And, uh, you know, you kind of get a story. You paint the picture of a story uh, that we're trying to paint there when you hear that song. So, Kayla, what'd you think of his voice? Amazing. You know, when you get like those erector pilis, <laughs> those little goosebumps all over your body and your leg hairs get all tingly and stuff. Yeah, that's what happened. It was amazing. I love it. Wow. And I, I, I'm amazed. You. I'm amazed that she has leg hairs. No, I see. I shaved them, but that's the thing. They grew back. With a, they gave me goosebumps, so they just grew or something. Uh, so that's pretty amazing right there. That's oh. a, Girl that's, problem. <laughs> so how, how many days a year are you out on tour in a normal time? I know COVID has thrown everything for a loop, but... But when before COVID, how, how many days a year were you out traveling? Well, in 2019, we did about 130, 135 uh, tour dates uh, around the country and different places. And, uh, you know, we have done more in the past and we've done a little bit less. Um, this year, we are actually, um, you know, in recovery mode. A lot of folks are. A lot of musicians are in recovery mode. We're, seeing a few of our dates reschedule that we had previously booked. 
Um, but you know, I, I'm okay with, um, you know, not necessarily playing every night. You know, I got a beautiful farm that, that we work and, uh, uh, we love the farm here and I, I enjoy, you know, everything about my life. I, I've got a wonderful life. My, my wife's incredible. She supports me in everything that I do. Um, she don't, don't necessarily appreciate me throwing her on the tractor when I'm bailing hay and it's a hundred degrees. But other than that, she supports everything <laughs> I do. And, uh, you know, but so life is good. The music, the music is coming back as far as, you know, the live, the live shows out there again. So it's just a matter of time until we're back to a hundred, hundred dates plus. You know, I traveled for uh, my job for about six years and of course I didn't have a band with me that I was traveling with, but do you, now do you have a, a tour bus that you take around and, and you go play and then you get in the tour bus and you drive all night to get to the next stop? We have a sprint, a customized sprinter van that, and we pull a, uh, a 16 foot trailer behind that. So we can sleep um, seven guys pretty comfortably. Um, you know, it's not a prevost by no means. It's not a silver Eagle. It has its limitations, but it's a whole lot better than my old pickup truck that we used to do for many, many years. <laughs> so the, uh, the Sprinter van is a huge, a huge uh, difference that we can, uh, we love piling in there and going our places and, and, uh, you know, just getting on the highway and seeing people that you would never, you know, never meet normally. And, uh, and getting out and enjoying, in, enjoying music, enjoying the life out, lifestyle on the road. What's it like hanging out with the same seven guys mm -hmm. all weekend, all week long, being in a van for 10 hours, setting up, breaking down, all that kind of stuff? What's that like? Well, all I can say is you better like each other. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because, you know, there is a there is times when it's hot and cranky. And they they really like me to do a lot of the driving. By a lot, I mean 90%. Sometimes I do 90% of the driving. And I'm okay with that. But, you know, every now and then it'd be nice if, hey, guys, you wanted to give me a little break up here. But, you know... Um, we we love each other. We've been playing together for an awful long time, and uh, you, you know we we enjoy uh, each other's company. I guess you might say, but it's it's probably a good thing, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> you can, it wouldn't make sense. Of course, you know that would make another great song. Had a fist fight in the van on the way to the gig. That would be a song you could do. <laughs> <laughs> I, there is a couple of guys that always look at the fuel meter in the sprinter van and they know when it gets down because we don't have the bathroom facilities in the sprinter van so the fuel uh, stops usually works out pretty close to everybody's bladder so we're pretty close on that so <laughs> that that is uh, you know we, we don't think about it in terms of the lifestyle that you guys had, because that's why I, gave, I came off the road. I was watching CNN on a Tuesday night at a Motel 6 having room service from McDonald's, and the earthquake had just happened in Seattle, and I couldn't get a hold of anybody, and I said, you know what? I'm coming off the road. But that's how you guys make your living is to, is to do that and, and to travel uh, 100, 125. So that's, you know, I did the math in my head. 
um, over 100 uh, uh, gigs a year. That's almost three gigs a week. Yeah. You know, we've, we've, done, we've done that for so long. Back in the 80s, uh, around the Cincinnati, Dayton, Ohio area, I, I live in a tri-state area, Cincinnati, or Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. And back in the 80s and 90s, we, we played an awful lot of regional dates, you know. We would play five, six nights a week, sometimes seven nights a week. But, you know, the, uh, the geographics was so different then, um, you know, you could you could play a lot, of, and there were so many opportunities to play back then, and not necessarily as affluent now as they were then. But there's still good dates out there, a lot of good places to perform. But you know, it seemed like there was little honky tonks and truck stops all over the place, and they were dying to have live country music back then. And uh, you know, that really created an opportunity for me to to dive, you know, be diverse enough to create my own sound and. All those years of being on the road ultimately turned me into this musician that I am now. I learned so much from so many people, and uh, I got to be around things and being influenced by a lot of different people. And uh, really, it made me, you know, a well rounded overall musician by being out there. Now, do you play, do you play uh, lead guitar? Um, what, what, what do you play in the band? No, I play acoustic guitar and, uh, you know, keep the rhythm, keep the rhythm section going. Um, the, uh, the, the lead guitar player, uh, Tim Bennington has been with me about almost six years now. And, uh, you know, he, he's also a lot of fun that we can feed off each other for ideas, songwriting ideas. So there's two guys in the band that, you know, that, you know, we'll be out on the road somewhere and we Hey, we'll have an idea and we'll kind of bounce ideas off each other. Those three of us in, you know, that's in the band. So that helps a whole lot with songwriting too, you know? Oh, that's a, that, that sounds like it's a good marriage that you have got together. Cause I don't know if I know seven men that I would want to hang out with that much. <laughs> well, it's six band members and my, my lovely wife gets to travel with all six of us, so she's the seventh one on, in the sprinter. <laughs> yeah. What's that like for her? her yeah, <laughs> that's got to be uh, tough for her. She's a, she's a trooper now, I'll tell you. But you know, she keeps us all in in line, keeps us straight. She'll tell you that too. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Yeah, she's in charge. Yes, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's awesome. By the way, we're talking with Richard Lynch. He's a chart-topping country music artist, and, and he's got lots of stuff to his credit. I assume you have a website, young man. Yeah, the best way to contact me or find out anything about us is to go to richardlynchband.com. And you can learn everything and anything you want to know about me, probably more than what you want to know about me, but it's still out there. I promise you that. <laughs> now you can, you sell CDs from your uh, website. We do. Yeah. T-shirts, CDs. All, my wife, my wife's even got a beautiful fly swatter with Richard Lynch band on it. So if you've got, if it's got, it's in the form of a guitar. So you may never see one again, but she's got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. So, by the way, I'm, I want to make an appeal to you. 
uh, that if you're listening to this now in the future, rather than going to, and I know Spotify is easier, but uh, I and we talked to the gentleman in the last hour, uh, buying, getting a CD from you, uh, and going to your website and plopping down a credit card would be better because you deserve to make money from all the work that you do, uh, both both on the road and in the studio. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. There are a lot of folks that support us, and we are sure appreciate them. And if it wasn't for folks like you, uh, you know, that give us, you know, the airtime and and spread the word, you know, we wouldn't necessarily have the opportunities we do. So we owe you a big thank you. Well, I, you guys are, you guys are just a total friggin' mystery to me. I don't know how you can, <laughs> you can sing, you can write stuff, you can play. Uh, I can't do any of that. I can sit here and talk to you, but I can't do any of the other stuff. So you're a mystery. Well, we'll, we'll sure take what you're doing anytime. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about the song that I want to take uh, uh, and own because it, for a period of time, it was like m my life, which was a bad country, or which was a country music song. And uh, tell us how this song came to be. Because this is, this sounds like almost a, a little tongue in cheek. Well, you're, if you're making reference to hurting, cheating, lying country song, which I think you are, me yes, and sir. a buddy of mine and Mr. Scott Southworth. <laughs> Scott Southworth is a good friend of mine, incredible artist, and we uh, he's a great writer. He lives in Tennessee, and we got together one day, and uh, I said, Scott, I've got this hook, I've got this idea about a hurting, cheating, lying country song, and I've got a melody. And so I, I started beating around the guitar, and, and I kind of would throw some ideas at him, and he'd throw some ideas back at me. And uh, my wife can vouch for me. She was sitting there at the kitchen table and uh, all the all the lines didn't get put in the song because some of them are not necessarily suitable for radio. But ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, we come up with this hurting, cheating, lying country song. And, uh, you know, it, it just fits. You know, if you listen to to some of the music out there, you're like you're leaving out all the all the songs that country music is about the hurting, cheating, lying. I want to put that back out there again. <laughs> As well, you should, because that is, you know, part of our, uh, the human condition that, uh, and that's what I've liked about country music is you guys talk about real life stuff. Well, thank you. That's definitely real life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you this is a song that you just created sitting around the kitchen table. Yep. I just had an idea come to me about hurting, cheating, and lying. So we sat there and wrote it, me and my buddy Scott. See, that that's just, Kayla, that, that just mystifies me. I don't, I just doesn't, I, I can't imagine how you can do that. But but I'm glad you do that because it, it, it makes people like me want to turn on the radio. <laughs> So tell you what, why don't we play that song so that the folks can hear what it is. And, uh, and this is Richard Lynch. And the name of the song again, Richard, is? Hurtin', Cheatin', Lion Country Song. I'd like to hear a song being sung today. Talks about heartache and pain Someone who lived through 
every line and meant every word he sang. A guy who hurt so bad over his lost flame. When you hear him, he just wants to cry. He lost his heart to her when she walked out. That old boy wanted to die. I wanna hear a song that does somebody wrong. You can feel the misery. I gotta know right now, it ain't just me. Who needs a hurting, cheating, lying country song? With some real emotion, I can sing along. Would it really be a sin to make country music sad again? Give me a hurt, cheat, lying country song. Who needs a hurt, cheat, lying country song? Real emotion I can sing along Would it really be a sin To make country music sad again Give me a hurt Cheating Lying country song That's Richard Lynch, and the name of the song is "Lion Cussing, Cheating, Hating, and all that stuff." <laughs> the actual name of the song, well, song is <laughs> "Well." That ain't necessarily the title, but it might be the title to the next song. So keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to ask you because, uh, well, uh, Michael Stover, uh, yeah, those are some of your uh, uh, pro promotional pictures that I put up behind that song. I hope you, that I didn't disrespect you at all. But uh, but you have a farm, or you have yeah, a great. how how big is your farm, and do you have any horses? Yeah, we got um, we got two horse, two quarter horses, a pony, 
two miniature donkeys and a full-size standard donkey. So, and one little old blue healer dog who likes chasing all the animals and all the tractor tires and any tire around the farm. So, <laughs> I love blue that's healer. our livestock that we have. So, so you are an honest <clears throat> to goodness rootin' tootin' cowboy. Absolutely. You know, I haven't got endorsed by by Resist All Hats yet, but I, he, they should. I get I wear their hats all the time. <laughs> oh, they should. They, you need to you need to make some money from that. You, that would be good. And and also, if you if you're in, if uh, I don't I don't know if you're a Jack Daniels fan or what it is, but you get their endorsement too. Hey, anybody? We don't we don't we don't discriminate anybody. Bring it. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so that's that. I love that song, I, and I love the music that you do. And uh, what do you got coming up next for you? I know you're going to start touring again. Do you have another uh, uh, record that you're going to make? We we have um, got a three song compilation compilation that we're going to be putting together here, um, the end of this month or the first of Jan uh, August. So we're excited about that. There's some. A lot of interest in and around the country with um, with some of our music. Um, we kind of just found out that there's some interest in some folks in, in L.A. that may be interested in some of our songs for some movies. So, uh, you know, this goes to show you if you do something long enough and you and you follow your dream, ultimately, that dream just may very well come true. My dad always used to say, son, careful what you wish for. So, <laughs> but you know, we, uh, we keep writing our songs. We got a, we got a lot of new songs that's wrote, uh, um, for an up and coming project. So yeah, we, we always love being in the studio. We always love the opportunity to get out there and, and get music recorded and, uh, and to just keep that real traditional music alive and well. You know, Kayla, I have to say, people like Richard that, that are following their dreams, it seems like everybody that is a musician that is really working for it is working to follow their dreams and their heart. And if you fall if you state it and you work it and you and you work your ass off for it, you sometimes can have a lot of success. Would you agree with that? Yes. So one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So did you, when you were a kid, did you want to be a musician when you grew up? And did your dad say, be careful what you wish for, son? You might end up in the gutter. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned my dad. My dad was my, my biggest influence in country music. As a, you know, growing up in a country music household, he was an incredible singer, entertainer. And at the ripe old age of eight years old, I got to go see my dad perform for the very first time. And uh, he was playing with a guy by the name of Porter Wagner in Dayton, Ohio, for sure. an outside show. So here I am, an eight-year-old kid sitting with my mother and out in the audience and watching my dad perform. And I'm like blown away because here I am watching my dad perform and sing with this guy that I watch on TV every Saturday. So uh, the show's going on and dad had performed five or six, seven songs, I don't know. And unbeknownst to me, he pointed down to me and said, Linda, which is my mom's name, send Richard up here on the stage. So I ran up on the stage and I did an old Buck Owens song. I've got a tiger by the tail. And as you might imagine, an eight-year-old kid went over pretty good. 
So uh, I was bit really early by the country music bug. I imagine that song brought the house down. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so that's that. So he knew what he was. Your dad, your daddy knew what he was doing when he put you on stage with him at the, at the ripe old age of eight years old. So that's that. That's a great story. It's a very truthful story. Um, you know, I as time went by and. I was able to take dad on the road with me. We, I have a lot of great memories of my dad. I, he never knew a stranger. Um, and I learned so much from my dad. You know, uh, you, can, you can really capitalize and have a lot of people follow you and love your music and ultimately love you just by being friendly, sticking that hand out there, shaking hands, you know, hugging people's neck. Because when you're friendly like that, there it tends to really resonate with fo folks, and they they want they want to have that connection with an artist, and I that's one good way to do so. I learned that from my dad. And just to just even though you are have a special gift and a special skill, that doesn't mean that excuse the expression doesn't mean you can be an asshole. It's always nice to appreciate your no. and 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 to love the people who love you. Very well said. You know, we uh, we we're so appreciative. I mentioned earlier in the show, people will take a vacation date around a tour date somewhere that we're playing around the country. And, you know, just just last weekend we were playing in southern Ohio and we found out that some folks had drove all the way down from central Michigan, which is about a six hour drive. And that's so humbling for me that someone thinks enough of me and my music to 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 do that, you know, and and. Uh, just spend a little time with those folks and, uh, you know, let them know I appreciate them. It, it resonates. It does good for me and it does good for them. And it's ultimately it keeps the music alive and well. Indeed, indeed. When are you coming to Seattle, Washington? Hey, we was out there a few years ago. I wish we'd have known you out there. We'd have crashed the party. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make another one. You can come crash. <laughs> <laughs> well we never say never so we don't have it on the books but hey we are we are more than really more than willing and, and able to come out there any old given time it may very well happen sometime now when you do that when you do a, a cross-country tour do you have somebody that works the logistics for you to make sure that that you're you're being efficient with the miles you're driving and and uh, that you kind of line up the shows as you go out? Uh, a, a truthful answer to that is no, we don't. We <laughs> we just get in there, and my wife she she makes things happen. We uh, we ultimately get out and play shows and dates, and then. We'll coordinate with some radio stations and we'll do some different things around the country that, you know, that we're, you know, if we're, like, for example, if we're playing in Springfield, Missouri, we'll go out and do, you know, two or three uh, radio stations that's within, a you know, an hour drive of that particular city or if we're in Texas or whatever. So we typically, um, you know, we create a lot of our own opportunities, you know, an independent artist doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of uh you know, a lot of, a whole lot of people that's really pulling for you. So you, you know, you just create a whole bunch of opportunities and my wife does that quite well for us. 
That's awesome. That that she she becomes a real asset then. Oh my goodness! Not only is she the boss, but she, she makes that she makes things happen. She tells those guys when we're going to do it and how we're going to do it, where we're going to set up, and when we're going to stop. <laughs> but also, she feeds them and takes care of them, so we're good. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because you guys, as I under as I imagine it, you get in your van, you've got all your equipment, you get to where you're going, you guys take all all the equipment, you set everything up yourself, then you play for two and a half, three hours, then you break all the equipment down and you put it back in the van, and then you get you go to your next gig. It there's a there's a, a there's a lot of work to do in what you do. There really is, but it's still easier than bailing hay when it's 100 degrees. I promise you it is. <laughs> well, that's probably true. That's, that's probably true, true Kevin. <laughs> uh, by the way, we were yeah. talking with... So it's all relevant. You got Go ahead. It's all relevant. You got to put it in perspective. Would you rather be out playing music somewhere to, you know... Three, four, five hundred people, a thousand people, or would you rather be on a hot tractor hay wagon there stacking hay throws in a barn? Hey, I'll pick I'll take the music anytime. And I'll tell you, having a thousand people in the audience when you're playing has got to be a surreal experience. It really is. It really is. You know, um, we two two winters ago we were in Texas and some of the wonderful some of the wonderful memories I have is and they still they do a lot of line dancing and Western dancing down there. And, you know, it's amazing to watch five or 600 people two step to one of your songs. And, you know, it's almost like you're watching something and it's not necessarily real, but it is real. And you're watching all these people, um, you know, really loving your, in your music. So yeah, it's, it's pretty special. What's it feel like when when you're playing and all of a sudden, because I've seen this from other artists, where all of a sudden the entire audience is singing your song that you wrote. That's got to feel good. Well, there is not, there's not a better compliment or a more flattering situation from a from the audience to the to the singer the entertainer than someone st- standing up and and loving your music and hearing your song and singing along and will stand in line to to buy your music or to stand in line to buy your merchandise or even even more flattering is you'll have someone from time to time make mention of a particular song that you wrote and they will say something to the effect of well you know, I, I had a dad or I had a, a cousin or I had a neighbor that did exactly what you're talking about in that particular song that you're writing right there. We, I did an old song years ago in, in, in Minnesota that I had wrote, and I just wrote it just for, you know, never for, not necessarily for the audience to hear, but for my wife and my mother to hear. And it made reference of my dad. Well, ultimately, some friends of mine, you know, told me to record it which we did. And we went up and, and we were on a couple different shows in Minnesota. And I performed that particular song called Daddy's Guitar. And this elderly gentleman stood in line for, I don't know, half hour, maybe even longer, just so he could tell my wife and us that his daddy played a guitar too. 
And if that ain't humbling and flattering, I don't know what is, you know, but to hear those stories is pretty special. Oh, to be you, what a life you've led. And I'm, I'm so glad that you have, and I'm so glad that you've taken the time to talk to us today. Well, I certainly appreciate the opportunity and, you know, we just want to keep our music out there, keep that real traditional music alive and well. And and if you run across the Resist All Hat Company, tell them about this old boy named Richard Lynch. You can stand an endorsement on a cowboy hat. <laughs> there you go. Caleb, is there anything you'd like to add, Caleb, before we go? I can honestly say that your music, I'm, I'm definitely going to follow, but your music emotionally triggered me during this podcast and it emotionally triggered me and reminded me of my grandfather and the five acre farm we grew up on. And I did get teary eyed, not going to lie, probably about 10 minutes ago, because you've just have such an emotional, strong impact. And I'm, I'm just, I love you and you're a wonderful person. I'll just put it that way. Please keep doing what you're doing because you just you. you gave me chills, gave me tears, and you made me emotional. And you're wonderful at what you're doing, and I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for saying those wonderful words. Thank you. She's never said that to me, but that's okay. <laughs> because I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't sing, and I don't write music and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, Richard Lynch, richardlynchband.com is where you want to go to pick up his uh, merchandise and CDs and learn out, learn more about him and his band and all of that. And uh, Richard, before we go, I'd like to give you an opportunity to tell our audience now and in the future anything that's on your heart that you would like them to know about you or about life. Well, that's a, a spontaneous question. I just want to let people know that what you see is from me is real. I, I, I don't put on any any airs about me. I, I, I love the country way of life. I love country music. And I love the fact that I can meet wonderful people like you guys and uh, keep that music alive and well. Because you never know. We may crash your party in Seattle. <laughs> We would love to have you. You can, you can, you can stay at my house, all seven of you. There's only one bathroom though, so that might be a problem. But that's okay. Uh, again, Richard Lynch has been uh, on. Thank you, Richard, RichardLynchBand.com, and find out all about him. And uh, I'd like to thank, uh, I'd like to thank you for being here today. It's and playing uh, Rodeo Town, and uh, uh, also. Uh, Curtain, cheating, lion, country music song, I think. <laughs> if it's a long, if it's a long it. title, I haven't, got a, I haven't got a shot. So in any event. So if you'll stay right there, sir, that I have to do one thing, and then I'd like to talk to you a little bit more, and then, then we'll be done. Okay, so stay right where you are. You got it. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.